0: Just drink, I like
1: it. I know, it's great, right? Another!
0: <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out, It is a pleasure having you all back. And as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Nancy and Andres. And this week, we've got another jam-packed show. But before we begin, how are you guys? I know we hate recording in the middle of the week.
1: I know I'm so tired. I don't know how you guys are not tired.
2: I'm fucking oh, tired. We're yeah. tired. Oh, I'm a hundred percent tired. You're okay. <laughs> absolutely tired. You you at Good. least have the entire rest of the night to go.
1: <laughs> entire rest of the night. I
2: want to Yeah, it's to like it's nine o'clock here. So it's only
1: six here <clears throat> and I'm already tired. Yeah. So, in, conclu-
0: in conclusion, we are all tired, but that will not keep yeah. us from having fun on this episode. We've got a bunch of shit to talk about before Don't I die. die. Um,
2: Smoker's voice.
0: No, stupid colds, man. Freaking winter. Ew. I hate winter.
1: To um, yourself.
0: Yeah. You know what? You know what? Just shush. <laughs> just, just shush. Um, but let's, let's jump into today's show before I get into a coughing fit. So, the first topic that we're going to be talking about today... Uh, is that two uh, bits of sequel news, two big bits of sequel news, it was announced that uh, writer Alex Garland and director Danny Boyle are going to be once again reuniting for a sequel to 28 Days Later called 28 Years Later. And also it was announced that Top Gun 3 is currently in the works at Paramount with Tom Cruise and Glenn Powell and Miles Teller apparently set to return but we'll see what happens with that but yeah so both of these sequels are in the works what do we think about these bits of sequel news let's start with nancy
1: you caught me right in the middle of the on
0: yeah i know. Yeah. I timed it perfectly nancy.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah so i only saw 28 days later <clears throat> uh wait Oh, never mind. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I only saw 28 days later. Sorry, in the chat it says, Yeah, weeks I know. I later,
0: put the wrong title like, in the chat. I literally looked at the chat and I was like, 28 weeks, that's not it. Twenty eight weeks later was the second. <laughs>
2: yeah. That was the sequel that came out immediately. <laughs> yeah, I had I, like, I had to wait, do the on.
0: next form of math. I was like, what's what, what, yeah. twenty eight weeks? No, it's not months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> months later. We're
1: tired. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, it's yeah, we're tired.
1: Yeah. Uh, but correct me if I'm wrong. It actually is 28 years later. Yeah,
0: 28
2: years right? later. Okay. I did get it right. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: uh-huh. I mean, no, but I mean, like, it is 28 years since the original came out, or is that all wrong? that
2: I don't know? No, it's it's about maybe 25 25 years because the original came out in 2002. So where this is probably going to come out in 2026 or so, so more closer to the 25th year anniversary, more than 28. Yeah, they're wow. just
0: more so sticking they with the
2: 28. Yeah, they done
1: fucked up. They should have just waited till it's twenty years later, you know.
2: I'm totally fine with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But who knows? With you know how things go, it could actually come out on the 28th anniversary year of the movie. Um, but like I said, I've only seen the first one. Uh, it I'm always very weary about these sequels that come out so much later, even with the same people on it. I feel like that's happened before, and we've gotten flops so yeah i'm very uh i'm very weary about this one top gun three however i'm excited for however i don't know maverick was so good i don't know if they <laughs> however.
0: Can <talk> it. <laughs> however.
1: <laughs> however however uh so yeah i'm looking forward to that one but yeah maverick was so good i just don't know how they're gonna make it even better
0: these that. are fair thoughts fair thoughts andres care to comment?
2: Yeah, I would say I'm kind of in the reverse of Nancy on this point because reverse, reverse. I think I think 28 <laughs> years later, I think the 28 franchise, I think that's something that absolutely benefits with time. And the thing that I will give this franchise more so than any of the other horror franchises that have been rebooted after so many years is that this is not a requel. It's literally picking up. 28 years Wait, from the original to say, say a requel or a week what the fuck's a week a no, requel. A recall. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, we need to define this term before we go
1: on. <laughs> their, their cold ears are, they're stuffy. It's fine.
2: Yeah. Shut up. It's not a yeah. cold blame it, anymore. Blame it
1: on the cold. It's, a post-cold, it the cold. it's
2: <laughs> a post-cold cough. Shush. <laughs> blame it on the infection. All right. <laughs> but, exactly. but it's one of those things where originally, like with so many of these horror franchises, especially nowadays, that they're like, oh, just ignore all the other sequels where it's like, no, 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 we're, we're actually going to build off of what the last one was, which, I think the last one is a very underrated movie in general. Like it was the first time I had seen um, uh, Jeremy Renner in a movie. First time I had seen Rose Byrne in a movie as well, too. And it, it wasn't directed by Danny Boyle, but I will. It, it wasn't directed fully by Danny Boyle. He only directed a small segment, but that small segment which is the opening of the movie is the best part of the entire movie. And you could definitely tell that that was Danny Boyle himself, but yeah, it's, it's one of those that if we're getting Garland and Boyle back on the director and the writer's chairs on this one, God, I hope to God we get Killian um, Murphy back. I hope to God we also get. Um, oh my God, what's her name? Um, Celine and Helen, uh, Hannah, back as well too. I forget what with the actress who played Celine is, but she is um, Money Penny in the uh, in the Dale Craig Bond movies. So yeah, I, I oh goodness, I'm I'm super excited for that. Top Gun Three, however, I will say I'm a little weary about it because. I think one of the things that made Top Gun three so su- such a good sequel is the fact that we had enough time to miss the franchise, and with that, it came it came a lot of time to just and just basically come up with a really great story. Whereas with this, I don't know. It kind of feels like we're getting it really fast. But if they have a great story to tell, then go go ahead and tell it. But. It's man I don't know they they kind of point themselves in the uh in the end game route where the last movie was so good how could they possibly even come close to even making something that good again like you know what I mean I but- feel like
1: Tom Cruise is going to have to like die and then Goose takes <laughs> over. or not Goose uh, Rooster takes yeah, over Yeah
2: I mean I can't imagine he's going to
0: make it through another movie
1: <laughs> Yeah I th- I f- or maybe he's just not in this one. Just do it. But like, I'm retired now. No, there's no, sh- there's you know no saying. shot they make another
0: Top Gun without him in it in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's got to die or something.
0: He's gonna definitely die. I thought he was gonna die in Maverick. That's why, like, I was like so glued to my seat because like they totally set it up for. I was like, you know what? I was prepared for this. You know, if he dies, he dies. It's a great way to go. He dies. Like really, that. Like, yeah, I'm just saying. But then, like, when he survived, I was actually surprised that he survived. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean that was the entire thing is that we completely bought like, like even though it is a movie and all that other stuff, and you know, oh, the hero has to survive at the end. The second that 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 um, Rooster's a uh, little his his um, his eject his ejector seat doesn't go up, you're like, what? Oh my god, are they actually going to kill them both? <laughs> like, I completely okay. Thought I they didn't were think that. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. I, <laughs> I, I th- thought I was, like, they were going to kill both
0: yeah, no, I didn't think that. Yeah. yeah but uh yeah I mean, i'm trying to think where am i in which boat am i in for this one i mean i love 28 days later i never saw 28 weeks later <gasps> i just remember jeremy Renner was in it um and if just i did see it, it. I, I remember zero of it um but i love that first film uh i mean the fact that garland and boyle would be coming back that's pretty promising Um, And I do feel like it is a franchise that is worth exploring a little bit more. And I feel like the passage of time, like Andre said, does help a franchise like this because it'd be kind of interesting to see like what the world is like now, 28 years later, you know, like after the second film. Um, So I'd I'd be interested. I'm more curious than excited, I think. Um, And Top Gun 3, I just don't want. I, I, I really don't want Top Gun 3 just because Top Gun Maverick is so good. I remember I had a conversation with somebody at work about this very piece of news where, like, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, Top Gun 3. They're making that. And I was like, why? And they're like, well, we made, like, a Billy Jets. I'm like, "It's I know why. <laughs> but, like, why? You <laughs> Literally know, know why. Well, yeah. like, 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 you know, like, I understand it was a huge box office success. They want to strike while the iron's hot. Obviously, they want to make a sequel. But it's just it was such a perfect Sequel that was ex- like way way better than it had any right to be, and I just can't imagine a third story really like feeling necessary and really feeling like it's going to be as good as the second film. Obviously, I would see it, but I don't want it. That's just where I'm at with this one.
2: I I understand. I understand entirely. <laughs> I get, it. <laughs> that was I get a, it.
0: What a therapist answer. I I understand. <laughs> I hear you. How I'm do you feel? Your I acknowledge feelings. you. <laughs> I see. He legitimately had no idea how to respond. He's like,
2: I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> makes- see I, I i did not know if nancy was going to respond or not so like I, i'm telling you i, it, I it's,
0: understand it's like a waiting game with you guys so you, you both are just like looking at each other it's like a game of chicken like who's gonna go first
2: <laughs> so who talks first? i'm you talk tired first? <laughs> oh my god that's gonna be my
1: response to everything tonight i'm, I'm tired.
2: tired i'm tired it's oh all
0: Yeah, but anyway, moving forward, trudging forward, because we're all so tired, let's talk about some trailers. And the first one, we'll start with a very quirky new trailer, and that is the trailer for Lisa Frankenstein, which comes to us from writer Diablo Cody, who, you know, wrote Juno and Young Adult, amongst some other movies. Um, And this tells the story of a young girl who, like, digs up this dead body and somehow brings it to life and, you know, has kind of like a weird twisted romance with this dead body and looks like they're like murdering people too um so yeah it's like a dark bloody romance film akin to like warm bodies and (laughs) just a little bit of other genre movies like that but yeah what do we think of this trailer i have some thoughts but i'm curious to see what you guys think andres where are we at with this one
2: you know um the concept itself is a little quirky and wacky but really, what kind of brings it all together is Zelda Williams, who is Rob Williams' daughter, is directing this. And I've seen some of her TV stuff uh, recently that she's directed, and it's one of those things where it's like, huh, you know what? She has a pretty interesting voice, so I'll I'll be down to check this out. And then, of course, Diablo Cody, you know, you know, sometimes Diablo Cody is is very weird writer for me because sometimes she really hits it out of the park for me. Like I absolutely, I mean, I really, really did like Juno quite a bit, but I, I was one of the few people that actually did like Jennifer's body back when it came yeah, out. That's a good um, movie. Oh. Yeah. It, it's, it's a good movie now, but like, all I remember was back in college, like everybody was dogging on that movie going, like Oscar Oscar winning uh writer. And she follows up with this. And I'm like, I, I think there's a lot more meat on the bones with this one, and it's only with the passage of time that people have come now to respect it. But um, with that, and then young adult, I thought was 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 pretty daring in certain in certain spots, especially with a character like that.
0: That movie was and, actually shot in my hometown. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. look at that!
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but um yeah, but I absolutely loved um Tully actually. Tully was actually my favorite movie of 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 that year in particular. I think it was 2018. So, yeah. Um so Diablo Cody in terms of her writing, I will be I will be willing to give it a chance and see what they come up with. And then, you know, just all the trailers so far, they, they I mean, it just seems like a fun time more than anything else. Yeah. And of course, um Catherine Newton as well too. I mean, this is certainly going to be a lot better than Ant-Man and <laughs> Ant-Man Quantumania. So there you go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Be a nice rebound for her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Nancy.
1: Sweet. I am really looking forward to this. As it sounds great with Zelda Williams being the director. And, you know, one of my favorite horror films back in the day was May. Um, If anyone has seen that, it's almost like they took May and made it into a rom-com horror movie, which I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. And weirdly enough, I actually do really like Cole Sprouse as an actor, especially, you know, (laughs) as an adult and Five Feet Apart. I actually really liked. um, So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to this. I love a good quirky, you know, horror film during what? When is it going to come out? February? Valentine's oh, it's going to come Day. on Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. that is perfect for me. A weird, quirky, horror <laughs> rom-com on Valentine's yeah. Day. Done.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it looks quirky. It looks like it could be up my alley. Like, it definitely feels like a little bit of warm bodies. It feels like a little bit of, you know, everything. And I just, I, I feel like visually I like it. I like the kind of neon drenched atmosphere it's got going on. I like that it's got like a dark sense of humor about itself. Like, it could be fun, but it also could be awful. <laughs> like that's where or, like uh,
1: it could be both.
0: Yeah. It could be so bad it's good. It could be good until it's bad and then good again. It could be it could be a lot <laughs> or, of different things.
2: Or it could be so bad that it knows and then it just plays along into it. I mean, like that's one of those things like I mean, I'm not I'm not sure we I mean, you guys have already seen the uh, the Evil Dead remake as well, too. Like Diablo yeah. Cody actually did do a pass on that as well. And I feel that that movie definitely did know the tone it was going for. And knowing that this is sort of in that same kind of quirky realm, I th- I think I think I think we're in for something really good.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see come Valentine. I think that's like really the only like big release what's the other thing coming out on valentine's
2: um madam web is coming out on valentine's day uh... all right i forgot about that i don't even compare i I, I think the world forgot that that movie's coming (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's funny because literally when whenever me and jen whenever we go to the movies like literally it's the same three trailers i'm blanking on what the other movie is but i'm like wow all three of these movies are all coming out on the same weekend like that's what the strike is oh uh bob marley um oh that one i can one love Uh,
0: (laughs) that one i can wait for that looks good but like i'm
1: I'm gonna see
0: it hater i'm not a (laughs) hater i just like i'd rather just watch that at home (laughs)
2: don't worry <laughs> okay shoot
0: yeah I, I mean I, I will agree every time I go to the freaking theater I see Lisa Frankenstein I see the Bob Marley thing and I see Madam Webb every time I see the trailer for Madam Webb I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Dude, laughs> like, this thing looks so mad <laughs> dude, dude dude my 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 sister-in-law worked on that movie and like every Rough. time we're just like yeah it's it's gonna be like like we all just can't help There's but laugh. No, like there could be like, a world is, where is this it? movie's who good. Who is it made for? <laughs> like no one knows not even them like this whole sony
0: universe of like marvel is so strange to me like it's just like what is it (laughs) (laughs) like even when i'm watching the venom movies i'm like what are we doing here like what is this world (laughs) it's just so strange it
1: sounds weird but it like it feels like a sega you know like it feels like that kind of sony like not the good Sony, like the back in the day Sony that wasn't great, but we're still watching it for some reason. It's just
0: <laughs> just strange, but yeah, Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Frankenstein <laughs> doesn't look at
2: bad. That's that's the one I'm looking forward to for that weekend for sure. Listen, uh, out
0: of the three, yeah. yes,
2: yeah. But
0: I, I, I'm telling you though, I'm totally going to see Madam Web just to like see out of curiosity what the fuck that movie is. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I think we I all. I feel like are that movie is going to be
0: so much fun to talk about.
1: <laughs> it's it's hard to turn away from a train wreck, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You gotta just watching a car crash. Sometimes you just can't look yeah. away. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, but anyway, pivoting though to something that I had no idea a was coming out, and b has jumped up insanely on on my most anticipated of the year list. I'm so excited for this movie, and I had no idea it was coming out. It just feels like it came out of nowhere. And that is the trailer for Abigail, which comes from uh, Radio Silence, the directorial duo that brought us the past two Scream movies and Ready or Not. Um, It's got a great cast, too. And it basically follows, like, a group of people who are in this house trapped with this, like, little girl who's, like, a ballerina, but also, twist – she's a vampire (laughs) (laughs) and yeah then you have like your horror comedy and oh my god give this to me now i'm so ready for this fucking movie it looks so much fun it literally looks like a direct sequel to ready or not it almost looks like it's filmed in the same house with the Mm -hmm. same lighting like it looks like like a great spiritual sequel to it The cast looks great. The sense of humor looks fantastic. It definitely isn't taking itself too seriously. It looks bloody. It looks gory. It looks like an amazing time. I can't wait. What about you guys?
1: Yes, absolutely. All the yeses. I had no idea about this movie either, so... (laughs) um Mm -hmm. first of all this is a fantastic trailer Oh um Mm -hmm. had no idea about this movie i'm watching it i'm like okay cool this is gonna be like some cool like almost reservoir dogs type of movie where you have like a ransom and they're trying they're in a group that they got put together and then it starts where all the doors shut And they're locked in there. And she says, I'm sorry, what's going to happen to you? So I was like, oh, okay. Is this going to be like a John Wick situation where she has some like rich fucking ninja dad who's going to come in there like fuck shit up? that's cool that's a and take. then she turns <laughs> and then she turns into a vampire i'm like oh god she's the one who's gonna fuck shit up like had no idea like that was coming and it looks fantastic i absolutely love ready or not and it definitely has the same tone in terms of the humor which i'm so glad it's not just going to be a straight horror film that we're going to mm-hmm. get some comedy in there so oh this looks really really good very looking forward to seeing this
2: Oh, I'm I'm so on board for this movie, too. I mean, here's the thing is that following all the trades and following everything about what the directors were going to be doing, which, you know, this this movie is the reason why we're not getting a screams, why we're not getting a scream seven from uh, radio silence. So it always intrigued me. It was like there is some movie out there that they went, we need to do this apart from scream. And watching this trailer, I immediately see, yeah, they had to do this because this looks freaking awesome. But for the longest time, it was known as the untitled universal monster movie. And then now that we actually have a title, it's like, oh, it's even better than what I thought it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just oh, oh, goodness. Like the other thing, too, is that um, the the trailer, you guys have all seen the trailer in the theater or have you guys seen the trailer at home? i saw it at home, uh,
1: home. oh wait both
2: I saw oh it. okay oh okay so because um along with beekeeper they actually showed the green band cut of the trailer and they strip out a lot of the really great moments from that green band version like when she gets shot in the head and then she just she just oh, like wipes yeah. it away there's no
1: bullet wound when, when yeah they show it. yeah
2: yeah and it's like oh my I mean, god like 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 some of the more hard-hitting stuff is not in that trailer in theaters but you know what Holy crap, that this movie looks fantastic. And also, it's been a while since we got a good evil kid movie, like, like a truly sinister evil kid movie. So I'm well, like, like Megan. Well that doesn't <laughs> that's an android. Is that
1: a real child.
2: <laughs> she had the spirit of a child. <laughs> she danced like a child. <laughs> but it's it's mother it's <laughs> See, I see all all I'm thinking is track. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Five shillings for the possessed toy. All right, here we go. Um but yeah, no, but uh like stuff like stuff like Let the Right One In or Let Me In, I find particularly creepy because of you know just just the imagery of seeing a bloodied up little girl. And, oh, she is attacking you at this point. That's like, oh, my God. That's pure nightmare fuel for me as well. So just the imagery that's in this movie so far, I cannot wait to see where they go with it. And also, I've heard rumors and speculations about certain things of if this connects to something else. So... I, I, I'm I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is that it's it's a very interesting concept, and I can't wait to see this movie. So there you go.
0: Hey, if there's like a ready or not universe, let's go. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> I'm so in. If there's any alert. world building I'd like to do, let's just make more of these fucking yep. movies. I'm so oh, in. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I, I am here say, though, for Dan Stevens being in everything.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna
1: say, I, I will say though, I don't want to see any more trailers. Like I'm good. No, I'm good.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I, I like this. I'm sold. Like I don't want to I, I don't want to see
1: anything more. Just wanna save it till
2: it comes
0: out. What does that come out in yeah. like April or something?
2: Yeah, in like two months. No, three months. It's it's it's, it's, it's hard. It's it, there's not gonna be a long wait for it. I think I think Universal is doing the smart thing that Warner Brothers has unfortunately um learned the hard way, where it's like, Don't show a movie, don't show a trailer. A year in advance, because then you're just going to you're going to you're going to wash that energy out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just so funny, because I think it was our last episode. We were like doing our most anticipated. I was like, there's probably going to be some movies that I don't even know about that are going to jump up like like most anticipated. And then like a week later, this trailer drops. I'm like, yep, there it is. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, but speaking of Beekeeper, since this was shown in front of the Beekeeper, that's our movie of the week, people. It's Jason Statham doing his Jason Statham thing, directed by David Ayer, the man behind Fury, and the Suicide Squad that no one likes, <laughs> and, and who wrote Training Day and did End of Watch, amongst some other movies. But yes, let's talk about <laughs> the Beekeeper. Oh my God. We need to talk about this movie. So, what is the Beekeeper about you as? Well, let me tell you, it is not about a man who just takes care of bees. That's part of it. But apparently he's not just a beekeeper. He, he is a beekeeper, meaning that he is some sort of government asset <laughs> that has been awoken because the person that he is sharing this space with on some sort of property, uh, she gets taken advantage of by this company that steals all of her money after sending her a fake virus ad on her computer. And he doesn't like that. So he decides to come out of retirement and get revenge on this huge company that is taking advantage of all these older people and taking their money, which very relevant and I'm totally behind it. Um, But yeah, (laughs) we're going to be talking spoilers. So if you haven't seen The Beekeeper, definitely stop this episode, come back to it, whether you're listening to it or watching it. But yeah, it's time to talk about it. So general thoughts and then we'll dive in to what we like, maybe didn't like about the movie. Let's start with Nancy. What did we think about The Beekeeper?
1: Oh my God. This movie was just (laughs) generically fine. I wow. I had not great expectations. And then those were also let down (laughs) even with those low expectations. This movie was awful. Like, not even the action was fun. Cause like I can enjoy a, a fun, dumb movie where, you know, it's not the best movie, but for whatever reason you still enjoy it. And I just felt like There's a lot of parts where I was bored. You know, there were some action scenes and moments where I was like, oh, shit. Um, But other than that, I just felt like it was just boring. I felt like the action wasn't great. The world building, like, started and then randomly stopped all of a sudden, (laughs) uh, which was very jarring. The dialogue was just weird and a lot of times uh you know i will give it up for jason statham for being that age and still doing all his you know action movies and all that but other than that it was it was fine i'll (laughs) if someone wanted to put it on i'd sit and watch it but i wouldn't be like i would never put this movie on again voluntarily
2: Right. I, I I can see Craig putting all this movie in the future.
1: <laughs> no, he did. He did not like this movie at all.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it's go. definitely not coming. Up.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> and you know, Craig, he likes everything. So he, he did not like this
2: movie.
0: Wow. That's saying something, folks. That's saying something. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> all right, Andres,
0: are you in the same boat? Or are you swimming differently?
2: Swimming a little differently, actually. I thought, you know what? I walked into this thinking it was going to be a dumb, fun time, and it was for, for the most part. You know, it's. It, it, it feels like John Wick with a splash of just boring identity, but with the most over the top, just like with the most over the top um, gimmick, which is the beekeeper stuff. And like honestly, I was ex- like me and Jen. We both walked out of it, and we were like, we were expecting more B puns all throughout the movie. Like we expected <laughs> more. more like, there were yeah. so
1: many B analogies. Are you kidding me?
0: Oh <laughs> I mean, there was, a, but like you had Jason Statham with that accent. I mean, it, it, it could have been a treasure trove. <laughs> I'm here <laughs> to kill
1: the queen. So many, so many B analogies.
0: Oh yes, yeah. with the hive. <laughs> 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 you get stung. Oh goodness!
1: But, but, but you the just thing like is,
0: he's <laughs> what "We're I'm- gonna do. <laughs> go.
1: We're gonna go in.
0: We're gonna sting him. <laughs> we're gonna get out.
1: There you gonna go. Sting him." <laughs> I mean, that's not very far off from the uh-huh. lines that he said. I mean, oh, yeah.
0: it's
2: just so funny. <laughs> but um, protecting the hive. <laughs>
0: literally, just like,
2: "Yes, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just clench your fist and they're just like, you no. Know. <laughs> but um. But honestly, like I think the action was satisfying. Definitely, I mean, it's not it's not John Wick levels. It's not like going like, "Holy shit this this David Ayer is is a really really amazing direct." I mean, like I I like some of David Ayer's stuff, but I kind of feel like he's much better at telling like the small introspective stories. Like End of Watch, I think is fantastic, and um, uh, Fury, I thought was really great as well. just when, when it kind of feels like he's dabbling in sort of the action drama, that that sort of feels like stuff that he's doesn't necessarily have a personal connection to. He just kind of goes, okay, well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just go ahead and I'll just make this action movie. But yeah, I mean, the action is satisfying. I will say they do get you to understand why the beekeeper does what he does and how everything gets kicked off in the very beginning of the movie because God, you just felt so bad for, for, For um for what's her name in the very beginning of the movie, like like they 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 really got you understand, they got you to care. I will say Josh husherton is like maybe one of the most over the top villains, but he was so fantastic, and the way they introduce him is so like, oh here's this like yeah here here here's like this sort of Gen Z version of a villain, and (laughs) and like and like just the way they introduce him where where it's like. All the like 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 he's getting all the health food and all this other stuff, and then he's like deciding like what what, what bowl to use for the bell, and it's like, what is this? This guy is not a villain. <laughs> it's like but but I, I truly thought that they that they did a great job in terms of playing him up in terms of how much of a shit he is, especially by the end. But having said that, I will say the writing in this movie is worth. It is atrocious. It is so fucking god awful at points. It feels like a five year old wrote it. And then, and then I, I saw the name pop up um, during the uh, opening credits, and it's Kurt Wimmer who has written some of the worst movies in history. Like Ultraviolet is so fucking bad. Um, you know what? I know a lot of people give Equilibrium like like a pass because of the action. But that movie is horribly written as well, too. You don't go to that movie for the writing at all or for the logic. You only go for for the action at the very base. And I thought the writing did no help for, for A or whatsoever. It also feels very derivative at points. And I would say probably the biggest thing for me or one of the biggest things, the ending felt so abrupt. Like they just cut to black and then it was over. And you're like, oh, uh, all right, like. Guess that's it. All right. Well, I'll go home. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>
0: He's gonna fight the Meg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, he was
0: swimming. <laughs> 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 but yeah, look, I, w- <laughs> I went in just expecting a really dumb fun movie. And I got a dumb fun movie. Like it's not trying to be anything else. Yes, like the writing's terrible. I hated the FBI agent because I just like she just the performance was just off. Uh did Stan not love her
1: acting but for, not for this like she I think she did well with what she was given but they completely wrote it wrong like they were trying to be funny in parts it was of just like, weird they
0: didn't know whether yeah. she was supposed to be like a serious character or like someone who's going to be a kind of like wisecracking it was just like they, mm-hmm. they couldn't pick a lane with her and I just I did not care for it Um, But I
2: now the the one character they did pick a lane for was her partner, and I loved the take on her partner where he just had a baby. He is sleep deprived. He is not focusing at all. He is not hearing to a single word that she's saying or what anyone else around them is saying. And you're just like, oh god, this is like 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 I've always wondered about like those those like those like police officers who have just had a kid, and it's like. Can they still function? I mean, like it's it's one of those things where like Dexter Dexter sort of dabbles in that in one season in particular, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is what happens when you put that character in an action movie. And it's it's kind of hilarious. Like he is virtually incompetent, but he knows and he doesn't care.
1: <laughs> Although I will say there was one joke where he's like, Oh, you like fire? Well, good thing because your mom's house is like on fire or something he's like come on let's go i was like what
0: the <laughs> fuck yeah like,
1: what a horrible joke to make <laughs> i
0: i also think it's just hilarious in this movie that every time jason statham goes somewhere he just burns it down <laughs> I, know. I don't know i just laughed every time it happened it was just like all right there's another explosion there's another thing it's burning fun. to the ground it's just hilarious uh,
2: which did you guys notice that the the one part of the movie i was actually kind of looking forward to was the um there's one part in the trailer where he got where uh the cop goes, "Huh, honey is flammable. Who knew?" And I, I wanted to see something about that because I was like, "Wait a minute, honey is flammable."
1: Yeah, he did. Did he, did he, he say at in the, the movie hey. at the gas station he pours honey on her?
2: Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I totally missed that. Yeah, Maybe i was fight, when he was
0: fighting that psycho. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, that was so fast too that like like just the buildup for that you're like oh god like like this person who's like typing in is like sounds fun lol and then you're like oh we're gonna we're gonna see a psychopath in the second and then pops up and like it's done like I was like
0: well i like the other psychopath they had in the movie toward the end the guy with like the faux hawk or whatever that he was like (laughs) fighting i I love that dude i was was like yes
2: shit out of me dude i I loved it. it i loved it oh my god he was just like like every possible chance that he could to sort of prove himself he were just like oh just stay down buddy just just stop oh he got shot in the mouth oh god he's still trying ah, to so talk gross. Now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm not gonna lie though when jason satan like he was pinned against the wall and then he sees that he has like a false leg and he like kicks it out from under him i was like oh, yeah. oh wow <laughs> yeah I was Smart like, damn, weird. I was like, that's, that's good thinking. I'm like, I, I was like, a way to be observant. But like the, uh, the action, of the movie, like I actually thought it was really entertaining. Like, you know, just watching Jason Statham, like tear through guys like tissue paper. Yes. I love it. I liked the choreography. I liked how visceral it was. And I feel like air had a good handle on it. And Jason Statham's always great at selling it. And I love that. And Jason Statham's just always committed. He's always like 110% committed to any movie he's in. Even the <laughs> most horrible movies. Like, The Expendables 4 was so bad, but he was so in it. <laughs> and it was just like, you got to admire the guy. And also, a, also a written beekeeper by <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, terrible. Um yeah. But, you know, he he's always, you know, showing up and he's always giving it 110%. And, like, he always knows how to sell movies like this, as silly as they are. And I always got to give him credit for that. I mean, the guy has looked, like, perpetually 42 <laughs> for, like— 30 years like he just does not age it's so impressive but i love watching him i love it
2: yeah he looks exactly the same as he looked in crank high voltage which was 20 years ago by this point now and you're just like damn like like what fountain of youth did he did he drink out of
0: (laughs) 20 years ago that movie came out in 2009 my guy
2: yeah that's so nine. Fifteen. I can't do math. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm a tired. I'm the tired. But uh,
0: yeah, like I, I I had fun with this movie. It's certainly not perfect, but like it knows what it wants to do. And it gets and I actually liked how abrupt it was. It was just kind of felt like a movie that just wanted to do its job. And as soon as it was done, it's just like, yeah, we're done. It's, it's over now. <laughs> There's the credits. I actually like that. Um, but I think the highlight for me was like the villainous duo of Jeremy Irons and Josh Hutcherson. That was the best <laughs> part of the movie for me. I love them. They knew exactly what movie they were in. And they like dialed it to 11 and Josh Hutcherson needs to play way more villains because this was great. And it was a great like change of pace for him. Um, Yeah, definitely want to see more of him in the villains.
1: Same.
2: Absolutely agree. I thought he was far better in this than he was in F- Five Nights at Freddy's. Like Five Nights at Freddy's. I liked it. I, I actively disliked this character in Five Nights at Freddy's. Whereas this one, it's like, you know what? You're being a little more of a shit. But at the same time. I I just can't I just can't wait I just can't wait to see you to see you get your comeuppance in this movie, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: But you know, like if we're gonna if we're gonna score, is there any other things you guys that come to mind for you for this movie that you wanted to point out, whether they be good or bad?
1: Oh, I have a lot bad. <laughs> Do we have time? <laughs> I think for me, well, the biggest thing was like. I was thinking it was going to turn into a uh, Nasus situation where they're going to start sending a bunch of people after him. And so it kind of felt a little like, I don't know, shorthanded when they send out this one lady and then they're like, okay, never mind. We're just going to stay neutral in this. Like, cool. <laughs> and then it's like, you never really hear about like the whole beekeeper thing after that. Yeah. And if you're going to- They have abandoned
0: that mythology.
1: Yeah. So if you're going to, if you're going to have this where it's like a beekeeper and he's literally a fucking beekeeper, but you have this other side where he's this beekeeper, then actually explain what the fuck it is other than like a very short one sentence in the movie. So I think I would have loved to see more of that because part of it did feel very john wick in that sense uh but fell very short of how much i like that movie versus this one
0: yeah, I mean, it feels very silly to keep comparing it to John Wick.
1: <laughs> but that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like they were but trying to do. I feel it like felt like everything, a bargain bin.
0: I just feel like John everything Wick. is trying to be like John Wick, like set up some huge world building, set up their fight scenes like John Wick, light their scenes like John Wick. Like everything's trying to copy John Wick. Like it's inevitable at this point mm. to compare movies to it.
2: Yeah, well, instead of killing the dog in the very beginning of the movie, they kill the elderly, really nice old lady, and you're just like, oh, that kind of works the same way, vice versa. But uh, it, it, it definitely does feel more like it's it's far more watchable than some of the John Wick clones that I've seen, but you could smell the influence coming off of that one in so many respects, especially in some of the shootouts and some of the action scenes as well. But yeah. Oh, but I, I will say the one thing I actually appreciated in this movie is that they actually did um, take seriously that when that when an elevator um, when people are jumping out in, out of an elevator that's going down at the same time that they actually have someone who gets guillotined by an elevator. Because oh, I'm yeah. like, holy shit! All right, yeah, it, w- it was rough, but like it's it was almost just kind of one of those things where you could you could sort of tell that they might have just CG'd that in and didn't even think about it until after in post. But I like that someone actually did bring that up, if that makes any sense. (laughs) All
0: right. Fair. (laughs) The movie will take the wind's work and get it.
1: (laughs) Andres likes violence. That's what we learned.
0: Yeah. He likes violence. violence. And he he likes realistic violence. I think that's what we've really learned. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's just like, especially for a January movie, it's a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, and if they make a sequel, I mean, this movie's doing fairly well, so you never know. There could be a beekeeper franchise being born here. We shall see. But, you know, as someone who just really enjoys Jason Statham as an action star, I feel like I got my fill of what I wanted here, and it was it was a, it was a good time. But, uh, in the end, I'd probably give this one, if I had to rate it, I would probably give it, like, three, three and a half out of five pints, I would say. I love the... You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a megalodon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that looks like you're going to fight it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, why not? That's what he does. He fucking kicks it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Once you start the Jason Satan boys, you can't stop. That's just how it works. I don't make the rules.
2: Fuck you, Chelios. <laughs> That's the, like 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 honestly Jason Statham will only be Chelios to me. That so I was like maybe. that was the movie that
0: like put him on the map for me. I was like <laughs> fucking crank, man. I was like I I watched that movie way too many
2: times when that came out. Uh, honestly, as soon as as soon as we were done mm-hmm. watching this movie, I felt like wa- I felt like popping in Crank 1 and 2 back to back. So yeah, that 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 just goes to show you right there, you're like, oh, you gotta see the, the better, more outrageous uh Jason Statham movie after this. But overall, it's fine, very serviceable, not as bad as it not as bad as it possibly could have been for me. For me it's it's three 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 jars of honey. How's that? Three jars of honey out of five. Ugh.
1: What are you, Winnie the Pooh? There <laughs> we go.
2: Yeah. Oh bother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh i will give it two two stars two stars two pints
0: two pints, two pints. out of five okay you heard it yeah. here folks so it's fine it's fun it's fine <laughs> it's serviceable <laughs> it's fine. The- it's fine,
1: it'll be fine
0: <laughs> yeah th- these are the keywords <laughs> for the beekeeper <laughs> you
2: know a- a- adding all the averages it is just three so there you go <laughs> there you go it's just
1: fine <laughs> there's
0: the average right there but uh, let us know in the comments what you think of the news that 28 weeks later and Top Gun 3 are happening. Tell us what you think of the trailers for Abigail and Lisa Frankenstein. And, of course, if you've seen The Beekeeper, let us know in the comments section what you thought of the movie and where you fall on it. Definitely curious to hear your thoughts. But before we head on out, where can the fine people find you guys on the interwebs? Andres, you can go through. Okay.
2: You can find me as Galagos on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on the High Voltage Media channel. And you can also find me uh, editing uh, cinemojis for our good buddy, uh, David Jandoy. And uh, we've already posted up the – we just posted up the Marisol and Amru episode, um, which was fantastic. And it was also a privilege to – Edit that one, and it was also really great fun to edit the uh, last episode, which was um Jesse Swift versus Adam Collins as well. And also, uh, I have to thank you, uh, Tom for letting me for I mean, have to thank you, Tom, for giving me such a great match to edit with uh, you against Khan. So, there you go. <laughs> I, <was laughs> I was like, What do you have to thank me for?
1: <laughs> I know, I was
2: like, huh, like, like, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, where's
1: Is it? Did that one go up? I don't remember
0: yeah it's up okay. yeah I th- yeah I think that one's up yeah Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's a good one but that's Been where you can find me on the interwebs All right Nancy
1: find me at pl underscore Bandaid on Twitter and Instagram. Of course leave comments here and then maybe at some point you'll see me on another show that Andres also edits. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know <laughs> I don't know, I, don't know.
2: <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. This feels
0: like no way home.
2: <laughs> it's like I'm playing
0: werewolf <laughs> oh and, and uh, if you guys want to find me on the interwebs you can find me on twitter and instagram at tom chattelbash and facebook and youtube uh, at chattelbash reviews um, and thank you for tuning in to a brand new episode of film on tap where we've got the tap that never runs out we will see you in the next episode have a good one folks
1: bye bye
2: bye